Mud Show is on News Radio 610 WIOD. Yeah, it is said 50. Welcome back on this Thursday. I got Natalie Rodriguez with a trending story. Hey, Natalie. Hey there, Brian. The orange lobster has been trending from Florida. It's a rare find, one in 30 million. But employees, wow. yeah, Hollywood location, they noticed something a little off about one of the lobsters in their latest shipment, and a little research did confirm that it uh, actually they reached out to Ripley's Aquarium. So they nicknamed the lobster Cheddar after Red Lobster's famous Cheddar Bay Biscuits, making her forever home now at the Myrtle Beach, South Carolina Aquarium. That was going to be my question. Is mm-hmm. it, it, does this, you know, is this like the, the presidential pardon of a, of a turkey here? Is this yeah. one then pardoned? Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, you want to eat it? I would have called it roll. <laughs> I would have called it lunch. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding, Cheddar. <laughs> I'm kidding. That is one of the oddities, isn't it? You know, sometimes you'll go in, you'll take a look at the lobster tank, and and then you realize, oh, I'm about to eat one of them. It's horrible. I can't look them in the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You do, don't you? (laughs) All right. Um, I got a uh, story about Florida migration that is, uh, I think is kind of cool. The, um, actually, we do have... I got a story that's better than that. I got the like lone economist who actually knows what's going on. You know, the the only people in society who are wrong more frequently than meteorologists and retain employment are economists. It, it is a marvel <laughs> to me how they manage to second life and retain employment. But one of the very few, like when I talk about there being one economist who knows what the heck they're talking about, it's Steve Moore, of course from the Heritage Foundation. Steve, pleasure. Well, good morning, and that's a very nice thing to say. What you're saying is that I'm the tallest midget, right? <laughs> because, uh, you know, no, I'm. I, you know, I agree with you. How do a lot of these economists keep their jobs? I mean, how many of them predicted that the, that we were going to see this runaway inflation? There were there were uh, was a major. Uh, you can look this up, folks. In the New York Times, this was about nine months ago or so, uh, uh, roughly that. There was a letter signed by, I think there were 15 Nobel Prize winning economists and a, and, and a number of other, dozens of other very prominent economists at major uh, universities and, uh, you know, financial institutions. And they said, there is no way that Biden's agenda is going to cause higher inflation. Now, how Fascinating. Many people still have a job. Right. And to your point, Steve, you know, the... There are a couple of things that come together here. Not only have you accurately portrayed what would happen economically, and I want to point out, you know, going back to the Trump tax cuts, Steve was the lone economist who nailed that when we were being told a bill of goods by most economists about what yeah. the Trump tax policy would do for the economy and who would end up paying taxes. But, I mean, it, it was highly obvious when Biden took week one action to kill the Keystone XL pipeline, ban the harvesting yeah. of energy on 2.5 billion acres of land, not issue new permits, that we were going to have energy problems. Then you get the American Rescue Plan, which is $2 trillion artificial money creating artificial demand on right. top of it. I mean, yeah. th- this isn't really complicated, isn't Steve? This should it's be perfect. basic economics, and yet they miss it. Yeah, so this is the point. It's not like Steve Moore, he's some kind of genius. No, I'm not. I just have common sense, right? I mean, and by the way, most Americans 
you know, agreed with me. Most Americans knew that if you kept spending trillions and trillions of dollars that you don't have and you borrow it, that your, you know, inflation is going to go up. Most people understood that, you know, wrecking our energy industry would cause higher oil and gas prices. I mean, again, this is, this is something a sixth grader could understand. So I'm not trying to, you know, sound like I'm some kind of brilliant person. I'm just saying we've got people in Washington who don't have any common sense we have people in the universities who don't have any common sense and you know what's the old saying you're so smart you can't tell the difference between a you know a, a horse and a cow and so <laughs> i'm just i i sound frustrated i am because we're in a really tough position right, right now in this economy and i know you're there in florida florida you've got a great governor you're doing a lot of the right things so i think florida is going to be okay but i got to tell you in these blue states i'm from illinois uh, I, I do a lot of work in New York. I mean, what's happened in Chicago and New York and San Francisco and our cities, it's, it's a disgrace. Our country just feels like the wheels are coming off. We just did this major study. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet. It just little, we just literally posted an hour ago, but I was on Sean Hannity's show last night on Fox, um, that, that we, we looked at the top, have you seen it yet? Top 65 people in the Biden administration. Uh, and these are the people who deal with the economy, finance, commerce, and we looked at their resumes and their bios. And you're not going to believe this. Well, maybe you will. 62% of them, the people who are in charge of our economy, 62% of them have zero business experience. None. They've never even run a lemonade stand. It shows. Trying to run our $22 trillion economy? Yeah, it shows, right? And so, and, and by the way, it's not by accident that they don't have business people. They hate business. So they don't want business people around them. They want left-wing ideologues. They want university professors and lawyers and community activists and climate change people to run the economy. And, and uh, as you said, it shows. So going forward, here's my question for you. It, it seems like in the absence of better policy, I mean, good policy where Biden reverses his executive orders, goes back to Trump era energy policy would be the number one place to start today if we we're going to try to correct things. But absent of that, it seems like less demand through a recession is the only way that we can have meaningful resolution to our inflation issues aside from what the Federal Reserve is, is doing. Is that effectively where we are? Um, I think that's probably pretty close to where we are. I mean, we're in a soft recession right now. I love these comments. Say, oh, we might be in a go into recession. We are in a recession. The first right. half of this year, the economy contracted. People's paychecks have fallen by five or six percent in real terms. So people are getting poorer month after month after month. We've lost ten trillion dollars in the stock market, and people are saying we're not in a recession. <laughs> It's crazy. And and I'm worried about the housing market, by the way. I know you're there in one of the hottest mm-hmm. housing markets in the world right now in, in uh, South Florida. But, you know, it's going to hit everybody. It's it's going to hit um, housing. It's going to hit people's jobs. Right now, we've got a pretty healthy job market. And by the way, I hope I'm wrong about this. And <laughs> you know what? If, if Joe Biden just resigned and said, you know what? I think I'm going to hand it back over to Donald Trump. We could fix this in three months. No question. No question. You put somebody in charge who knows something about free enterprise and free markets. I didn't always agree with Donald Trump. I worked for the man. I, you know, I got in arguments with him all the time. But you know what? He knew business. He knew, you know, and he was the executive. He made the decisions. I, I, I disagreed with him sometimes, but most of the time I agreed with him. And my God, Vic, 
policies, we had the most prosperity in this country ever. We had a hopefully, economy. hopefully we'll have that kind of conversation and economy again. We have to leave it there for today, but as always, a pleasure and honor. Steve Moore, Heritage Foundation. Of course, he was economic advisor to President Trump. We'll be right back here at the Brian Mudd Show. He's ready to go six ten WIOD. Stay connected.